This is Arkham Horror Badly. My name's Predir, and I'll be playing Arkham Horror the card game, just not that well. So, I'm recording this just before Christmas. It's uh, the 23rd of December, and I wanted to make a recording before Christmas Day itself and uh, the festivities, or rather the likely overeating and so on, and overindulgence makes me too lethargic to record stuff. Um, this is not entirely deliberate, but I've ended up choosing to play um, Where the Gods Dwell. We're seeing Leo, the roguish uh, expedition leader, to the end of his dream quest. Whether that is a successful or failed end, we shall see. But it's somewhat thematic because he's trudging through a cold wasteland uh, of despair, which feels like 2020, doesn't it? So um, if you haven't listened to the other episodes and uh, don't want to, um, I will just summarise that Leo is, uh, uh, I think Leo is a guardian, but his deck is only uh, made out of rogue cards, which is his secondary class up to level two and neutral cards. Um, and that means he's not been optimal, um, but it, he has been fun, and, and it has been really uh, interesting watching what he can do uh, with the cards that he's given. So um, what's happened is that Leo was uh, was captured by the denizens of the moon as he tried to escape. He was um, desperately begging the captain of the white ship to take him and his friends uh, away from that horrible place, but it was to no avail. So he was taken by night gaunts, by these leathery, faceless, winged, dark creatures um, uh, through the skies of the dreamlands, and eventually dumping him in a cold, um, uh, horrible uh, desert plain called Lang. And so we try to uh, finally go uh, to find... Uh, the, the ruined building that Leo has seen from the sky, a domed, mysterious, foreboding building, which he needs to find, and he believes that uh, therein lies Kadath, or the secrets of Kadath. Okay, so um, I've set up, um, I've got one mental trauma, one physical trauma, so I'm not in amazing shape. Um, the layout is that there are six locations uh, in play currently, um, but I can only actually go to th three of them currently. So there's the Plateau of Lang, um, at the top of a column, directly underneath it is Cold Wastes, uh, and then there are other locations as well. Um, because I've, uh, I got the bad ending for A Dark Side of the Moon, I'm starting with a weakness in play attached to the agenda, which is False Awakening. So this is an, a weakness with a doom on it, um, so therefore we start the game with one, with one doom rather than zero. But I can um, take an action, test any skill at difficulty 3, and if I succeed, I discard it. So it's not that terrible, but I'm not going to ignore it. I want to try and get rid of it as soon as possible. All right, let's jump straight into it. Agenda 1A, the Eye of Chaos. I see you there, playing with fate like it is all some sort of game. Did you really think you could escape my grasp? What makes you think... You are the one in control. Seven Doom Threshold, but we already have one Doom in play with False Awakening. And Act 1A, Journey Through the Cold Wastes. 
You have come to the land of Lang, a barren icy wasteland where you believe the peak of unknown Kadath resides. All the while, a presence haunts you, gnawing at your insides. It is a wordless, derisive voice that you cannot hear, but feel within the confines of your mind. Yes, two clues required to advance the act. So, this is a... An expedition unlike one that uh, Leo Anderson has ever been on before. He clutches his coat tightly to himself. Does he have the courage and the strength to see this one through to the end? Let's draw our opening hands. So we go one, two, three, four, five. Okay, so we've drawn Cat Burglar. Elusive. So I've put in, I've subbed in two elusives into this deck using Adaptable uh, because I want to be able to move around this map as quickly as possible. Momentum, which is one of the new XP cards I've got, and two copies of Lone Wolf. Well, we're definitely keeping one copy of Lone Wolf, but we don't need two. I probably don't need Elusive at this stage, although I may regret doing that. I'll keep Momentum just in case I need it for clues, and I'll keep Cat Burglar, because I've only got five uh, Sanity at this point with the trauma I've taken, and um, uh, I, I need to have as much soak as I can. Um, what I want to draw is something to help me with cluing, though. So we're going to draw uh, two more cards... Stiletto and Leo De Luca. This is Leo De Luca level one, which is one of the cards that I uh, added uh, between the last scenario and this one. Um, I've tried to stay away from having Leo in my deck up to now because he's very expensive, but I found that I'm not really suffering for resources and having that extra action, which Leo provides, uh, would frankly be uh, pretty amazing. So um, there it is. That's the opening hand. We've got a Leo, a Cat Burglar, a Switchblade, a Momentum, and a Lone Wolf. Um, let's go. So Leo starts at the Plateau of Lang. The Plateau of Lang has three shroud and one clue on it. Forced when an enemy attempts to spawn at an empty location, and there are no empty locations in play, spawn it here instead. All right. So... I think my first turn has got to be to get Leo and Lone Wolf into play. Um, so this is Leo with his buddy Leo, of course. So Leo DeLuca and Leo Anderson. Leo Anderson is going to use his, his free ability, which is the start of my turn. Um, I get to play an asset, reducing its cost by one. So I will put Leo DeLuca into play. That costs me four. I still have three actions left, but actually now I have four actions left because Leo DeLuca gives me an extra action. I'll spend one to play Lone Wolf, so that that Lone Wolf card can keep can bring me uh, resources from the get-go. Um, so I've got two actions left. No, three actions left, sorry. Um, now, what I kind of need is money and, uh, and, and stuff to, to explore with. We could do a cheeky explore here, three on three. Do we like the odds of that? I don't know, let's give it a go. Three on three. Trying to explore to get this clue. Uh, that's a cultist. Uh, I need to draw another token. That's a plus one. Wow, lucky Leo. All right. So we get a clue for my second action. I've got two actions left. Um, I will move into the cold waste. So Leo trudges forward. Snow starts falling. He's walking um, through what's, what are what these rising monoliths of misshapen basalt rock rising from the ground. It's very creepy. Two shroud, one clue. Forced, after you reveal a uh, picture token, 
whilst investigating cold wastes, you must either take one damage or lose one action. So because I've got Luca in play, losing an action is not amazingly terrible as it would usually be. So I've got one action left. I'm going to try and investigate there. Um, so, because if I lose an action, it doesn't matter because uh, I can see now I take a damage. So that's fine. I'm pretty tough. So let's investigate three on two. Plus one again. Well, I seem to be having all my luck right at the top of the game. So I've got my two clues. Question is, do I advance now? Yeah, why not? All right. So we advance now uh, at the end of my first turn. Act 1B, the monastery. Traversing the wastes of Lang is no easy task. The cold bites at your skin and the bitter winds lash against your face. Even if you encounter no nameless monsters, the land itself may still yet claim your life. You try desperately to stay warm, but there's no refuge in the icy desolation. Exhausted, you collapse into a nearby snowdrift. To your surprise, you feel hard stone thrust into your ribcage. The pain shocks you out of your enervation, and you brush aside the snow to examine what it hides. Eventually, you uncover a curious stone idol in the shape of a horned creature which glows and vibrates with faint energy. In the distance, you hear a stone slab shifting in the snow. Reveal the Monastery of Lang. This is a location which is adjacent to my current location, the uh, Cold Wastes. But uh, the back of it has the text, the door to the Monastery of Lang is sealed shut. You cannot enter the Monastery of Lang. So Leo's found a secret way into the monastery, so I reveal it, and I spawn the set-aside high priest not to be described enemy in the Monastery of Lang. That's a great title, isn't it? Okay, let's find you, Mr. Priest. Okay, so the high priest not to be described, and I'm going to try and describe him, but he's basically a creepy-looking figure wreathed in a yellow silk cloak sitting on the throne, and I will stop describing him in case uh, he gets angry at me. Um, he is an agent of the other gods. He's five strength, three health, and three evade. He's an alert, massive, retaliate monster cultist avatar elite, which um, I'm sure we've all met very frequently. He's got loads of text, which I'm not going to bother reading until I go and talk to him. Um, let's look at Act 2A. The Thing in the Robes. You see, you're describing them already. Inside the domed structure is a raised dais. Upon it sits a lumpish figure robed in yellow silk, a mask covering its face. My master has plans for you, it drawls. Now, step forward and receive my gift. You shake your head. You have seen this sort of disguise before. You know what sort of creature the quote-unquote priest truly is. So if... If an investigator manoeuvred the priest closer and an investigator stunned the priest, defeat the high priest not to be named. Objective, if the high priest not to be described is defeated, advance. So that's given me quite a few options of how to, well, I mean, two ones, two options of how to uh, advance the act. I can either just smack this guy until he's dead. Um, that would require me to be able to hit him uh, and do three damage. And he's victory two. Uh, and that would be defeating him. And so he, I would advance. 
Or I can do two things, which is uh, maneuver the priest closer and then, uh, what is it? Oh, it's uh, stun him. Stun him with my wit and vim and vigor. Um, so there is a text on the Monastery of Lang location as a free trigger action. I can spend one clue and remember that I maneuver the priest closer. So it just requires me getting a clue off that location. And the way to stun the priest is the, the priest himself has a text, which is as a free action trigger. If they are exhausted, I can spend one clue and remember that I stunned him and it gives him a, a fight detriment to the end of the turn. So there are only two clues on that location. So if I can get both those clues, then I can possibly do that thing. But I'm not too hopeful about being able to evade this guy. So Leo may end up just... Uh, just stabbing him. Okay, that was the end of my turn. That was my first turn, amazingly. Um, so I'm going to have my upkeep phase, which is to draw a card. I draw elusive, that's nice. Um, I take a resource, so I'm on a one resource. And we end the first turn. So we go to the next turn, we add a doom. Um, and we draw a mythos card. Oh no. Mysterious chanting. Revelation. Place two doom on the nearest cultist enemy. So this priest is a cultist, so we do that. That's uh, put the cat among the pigeon, hasn't it? Um, Alright, so two, two doom on that guy. I think we know that this means that the priest needs to go to meet uh, his makers very quickly. Okay, so uh, at the start of my turn, I get a resource for Lone Wolf. So I'm on two resources. Um, I can't bring Cat Burglar into play this turn because it costs four and I can only get him in for three with uh, Lone Wolf. I could take an action to get a resource, but then I wouldn't be able to um, get the discount, so it's not worth it. So we'll keep Cat Burglar till next turn. Um, I think what I want to do is firstly try and deal with the, um, with the False Awakenings, which can remove one Doom from play. Then I probably want to move into the uh, monastery and try and defeat the priest. I've got Switchblade in hand. Switchblade is not amazing in this instance. It would give me six on five, but I'd have a couple of goes to do it. All right, I think that's what we do. So let's start by trying to clear this, um, this doom and we are going to, um, uh, I think we'll just, we'll just try a, a, a flat, um, test, uh, combat, let's say, combat four on three. That's minus two, which fails, that's a shame. Three actions left, okay, second action, move into the monastery. The high priest engages me. Okay, so... Um, I mean, he's massive, so he doesn't technically engage me, but I'm engaged with him, is what I mean. As a free action, I'm going to play uh, Switchblade for one, because it's fast. I've got two actions left. I'm going to uh, attack him. So we will... Uh, I'll commit Momentum. So Momentum gives me plus one. So the Switchblade gives me plus two. So I'm four plus two plus one, so that's seven on five to shank the high priest. 
that's a skull, and skull is minus x, which is the number of the current act. That's minus 2. So 7 and 5, that's 5. That uh, succeeds, but it only does 1 damage. And that's a shame because it means that um, momentum doesn't really trigger because I didn't pass by, any, uh, pass by 0. So uh, that's a shame. But 1 damage on the priest. And for the final action, we will uh, do the same thing again. Um, now, do I have anything to commit? Uh, no, I don't. So, we'll just go six on five to stab the high priest. That's a zero. Six on five, there's one damage because I didn't succeed by two. So, the priest is on two health out of three. So, in the enemy phase, so hold on, we tried the test of uh, the dream, we failed, we moved in, we attacked twice, that's four actions, yeah. So the enemy phase, he hits me. I'll put some of it on Leo, I think. So we'll put one horror on Leo uh, and one damage on me. And then we'll have the upkeep phase. So I draw a card. It's flashlight, useful. Uh, and I get a resource. Okay. Next turn, Doom. So we're on, well, five Doom, if I can't, but two of them are on the uh, priest. Draw an encounter card. Deeper Slumber, oh dear. Put Deeper Slumber into play in your threat area. Your maximum hand size is reduced by three, which means it's five. Uh, and is checked after each time I draw a card, and I can spend two actions to uh, get rid of it. That's a pain. Okay. So we're going to try and kill the, the High Priest. I've got nothing to commit. Uh, so at the start of my turn, I get a resource for um, for Lone Wolf. Do I play Cat Burglar? Um, yeah, why not? So I'm going to spend three. as a free action. Well, there's a free thing at the start of Leo's turn to play Cat Burglar. So I've got two allies in play, which I'm uh, allowed because I've got Charisma. Uh, so the cat burglar gives me plus one agility, and I can exhaust him to disengage from each enemy and move to a connecting location. That's just ace. Okay, we're going to try and uh, attack this guy. So, uh, switchblade, that's uh, six on five. It's minus two, that's a fail, which means he retaliates. Uh, that means I need to put some damage in places. Let's put one damage on the um, cat burglar and one horror on the cat burglar. I'm I'm going to try and use the allies for soak where possible, um, but not not ridiculously so because they do cost quite a lot of resources to get into play something. Um, and obviously Leo De Luca is very useful to keep alive. Okay, so second action will do the same thing again. Six on five. Skull, minus two again. Retaliate again. Uh, yeah. um, we'll put one damage on me. Uh, and one horror on me. Come on. Come on. Um, what are we on? Third action. This is getting a bit serious. Third action. Zero. Okay. So, 
That's success. That is a success. I can't speak. I'm so surprised at drawing something that isn't negative. Um, so I defeat the high priest, not to be described. He's worth two VP. He goes to the victory display, and I advance the act. So, if I defeated the high priest with damage, read the following. As you strike it down, the creature spits foul curses at you in tongues that can scarcely be described. Its last breath is filled with hate. Leo Anderson stands above this misshapen lump of a corpse wrapped in yellow silk and feels a cold chill envelop his bones. His allies stand around him, panting and wounded and horrified. Okay. So, the act advances and we go on to Act 3A. Uh, I have one got... Uh, yeah, so I've got one action left. So, Act 3A, Beyond Dreams. You believe that Kadath is the highest peak far to the north, but in order to open the gates leading to that forsaken land, you must prove that it exists. If each investigator is at the Onyx Gate and no clues are on it, advance. All right, so the Onyx Gate is the location directly... To the south of the cold wastes, which means it's two spaces away from where I am. Um, with my last action, I kind of want to try and get rid of that um, uh, deeper slumber. Sorry, false awakening, I mean, again. Um, but I, yeah. Um, let's say we do that. So we're going to test uh, willpower this time. Four on three to try and discard this weakness. That's a minus one, so that succeeds. So, Doom goes away, this uh, False Awakening goes away, and um, we're now down to two Doom in play. That's nice. All right, uh, the end phase, nothing happens. Uh, upkeep phase, I draw a card, I draw Coup de Grasse, and I get a resource. Okay, I've got one resource left. Um, Okie doke. Uh, it's Mythos phase, we add a Doom, we draw a card. Whispers of Hypnos. Revelation. Choose a skill. For the remainder of the round, each investigator gets minus two to the chosen skill. Okay. I'm going to choose uh, agility. Because I'm already rubbish at that. There we go. So I'm, I'm, I'm minus two to agility checks for the rest of the, of the turn. I hope I don't have to do any. Okay. So start of my turn, I get a resource for Lone Wolf. I think I want to play Flashlight to put in my... Uh, other hand, um, that costs me both the resources I have. Um, my idea is to go down to the Onyx Gates and try and explore it, assuming I can do that. Um, so we put three charges on the three batteries, or whatever they are, on the flashlight. That's the first action. I've got uh, two actions left. No, three actions left. There's a Leader Luca. Move out to the Cold Waste, second action. Move down to the Onyx Gates for third action. These are horrible large oblong gates made of black stone. Okay, so it's uh, got Shroud 2 because it's 1 plus 1 Investigator. Okay, it's got 12 clues on it, which is a large amount of clues, my friends. First, after Onyx Gates is revealed, check campaign log. Remove one clue from Onyx Gates for each tally mark. Recorded next to evidence of Kadath. As you approach the gates, you notice an inscription on the onyx stone. 
Do not seek the lands beyond, for they do not exist. These gates shall never open, for there is nothing beyond. Well, I discovered five signs of the gods on my uh, perilous journey through the uh, dreamlands. That means 12 minus 5, there's seven clues on this bad boy. That's going to take me a while. All right, so we'll put seven clues on it. Crumbs. Um, uh, can't count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I've got one action left. So it's Shroud 2. That means that a, that a, that a flashlight charge basically means uh, a guaranteed success unless I draw a tentacle because it makes the difficulty of the investigation zero. But I've got no real ways of getting multi-clues and don't think so. No, no, I don't have any cards like that in my deck. Um, but Leo's got three, three, uh, three intellects, so he might be okay in just doing this. So I'll try first to just do it as a uh, investigate here with a normal investigation. Uh, three on two. That's minus two, so that fails. All right. Okay, upkeep phase, I draw a card. I've drawn Garot Wire. I put two Garot Wires in my deck when upgrading it because um, I think that I need to have some ability to, to defeat enemies. Uh, action, well, yeah, actionlessly, or at least without spending an action. Okay, and I get a resource. So we are up to a grand one resource. I'm spending the resource quite a lot, aren't I? And we add a Doom. So this is four Doom out of seven. Draw Mythos card. It's a second deeper slumber. That's that's bad. Because now I've got two deeper slumbers in my fret area, and there's no text that says I can't have two, which means my maximum hand size is two. Lovely. All right. Well, we could probably have to do something about that because I've got two. I've got three cards in my hand. Um, I don't have to check hand size until I draw a card. So there is that. Um, at the start of my turn, I get a resource for Lone Wolf. I don't have an ally in my hand, so I can't use Leo and Anderson's free ability. Um, let's... All right, you know what? I'm going to just spend the uh, flashlight's uh, charges uh, whilst I can. So first action, spend the flashlight charge, investigate three on zero. Minus two, succeed. Um... Second action, second flashlight charge, investigate, three on zero, succeed, that's a zero, got two clues. Third action, spend the last flashlight charge, investigate, three on zero, it's uh, a cultist, draw another token, that's a tablet, uh, that's fine, alright. Okay, so... Three actions, three batteries, empty flashlight, but that's three clues. So there's four left. I've got one action left. I will just try and, uh, and investigate normally. Three on two. Plus one. All right. So in that turn, we did four actions, four clues. That's not bad. Uh, there's three clues left on, on the gates, uh, Nomix gates. Uh, nothing happens in the uh, enemy phase, but now we're, we're, we've got a little bit of a situation where I have got three cards in hand. I'm drawing a fourth card. It's another flashlight, and now I have to check my hand size. 
which is two, and I've got four cards in hand. So, um, well, I've got Elusive, Coup de Grasse, the Rottweiler, and Flashlight. I'm not sure what you would do, so think maybe about what you would do if you had to discard half of these cards. I think we discard Coup de Grasse because uh, there's no enemies in play right now. Um, I think Elusive is too nice to have in play, to have in my hand, so I'll keep that. It's a shame to discard Garot Wire, but there is a second one in my deck. Um, I may live to regret that decision, but we'll see. Because I've just discarded two cards that do nice amounts of damage. To keep Flashlight and Elusive. Okay. So, uh, we uh, add a Doom. Sorry, I take a resource first, then a Doom. So this is five Doom out of seven. Draw an encounter card. Abandoned by the gods. Revelation test will three. For each point you fail by, you must choose it. Well, I'm just going to test. I've got no way of, of increasing this, so let's just draw. Uh, three on three? Three on three, yeah. So, let's draw three and three. We are... Okay, that wasn't a happy sound. Tablet, minus four. If you fail... Uh, there's stuff that happens with uh, yeah, Lathotep, but uh, he isn't here yet. Okay, so I failed by three. For each point you fail by, you must choose a different number between zero and four. Each player must discard each event and asset from their hand with a printed resource cost equal to any of the chosen number. Um, I think I can make this whiff because I've got two cards. Both of them cost two, so I'm going to choose... One and three, uh, which means if I'm an, if I'm right that I don't have to discard anything. Okay, well that was fine. Um, I've still got the ruddy um, deeper slumbers in play. Um, I don't have any allies still. I'm going to <clears throat> spend an action to play another flashlight. This replaces my existing flashlight. Um, so. We've got three charges in that. I've got three actions left. I'm going to spend two actions to get rid of Deeper Slumber number one. So now my hand size is five again. And fourth action, we're going to um, investigate. Here's a question. Do I, do I use the flashlight charges here again? Essentially just spam the, the flashlight to try and, and, and advance as quickly as, as I can. Or do I risk going three on two? Um, we have two... Okay, we've got next turn, and then the following turn, the agenda will flip. Um, I think I need to advance before the agenda flips, frankly. I honestly... I've, I've only played this uh, scenario once. It was three-player. Um, and I don't really remember the exact sequence of what happened, so I don't remember what's on the reverse of agenda one. Um... I think what I'm going to do for my final action is to um, investigate with the flashlight charge so I can get one more clue under my belt. Investigating three on zero. Well, that's uh, the tablet, but that's fine. Uh, it, it, zero on zero. Uh, so I get one clue. So there's two clues left on that location. If I can clear it of those two clues next turn, I can advance. Alright, nothing happens in the enemy phase. I draw a card. I draw uh, intel reports. Helpful for uh, getting clues, maybe. 
Um, uh, yeah, alright. Uh, let's see. I get a resource, and then I'm going to put a doom. Sorry, it's been a long year. Uh, doom 6, Doom on the agenda, and uh, draw an encounter card. There's Whispers of Hypnos again, so I need to choose a skill. I will choose Agility again. So I, I, I'm rubbish at Agility this turn, but I'm rubbish at Agility all the time. So Leo's a happy bunny. Okay, so I've got... Uh, four resources because of Lone Wolf, and I've just drawn Intel Report. And Intel Report... Uh, it costs two normally, and I can discover a clue at my location, but I can make it cost two more to discover two clues instead, or six to find two clues at a location up to two connections away, or four to discover one clue at a location up to two connections away. It's rather complicated, but the, the, the nub of it is I can spend four to find these two clues without wasting flashlight charges. Is it worth me playing this now? Or is it worth me keeping it until uh, later? Um, I think that the action compression of playing this now is worth it. It does cost four. Okay, well maybe you, dear listener, would do differently, but I'm gonna I'm gonna play until report now. It costs me four. My first action. Uh, it gets me those two clues. Last two clues on the onyx gates, which clears the onyx gates of clues, uh, and. Therefore, I advance Act Two. Sorry, Act Three A. So I spent one action this turn to play that. And I've got three actions left this turn. Where the gods dwell. It's one of those beautiful, terrifying horizontal um, pictures, which is of uh, a fairly indescribable thing, to be honest. Each investigator loses all their clues. Read scenario interlude, grand design in the campaign guide. Then advance to Act Four. Hey, well, let's do that then. By the way, I paused it then and I realised that my um, washing machine had been making quite a lot of noise in the background. So I've paused it now. My son's clothes can um, clean overnight. But uh, sorry if it was a bit disturbing. Maybe imagine it was the rumbling, sonic murmurs of the dreamlands beneath beneath the cold wastes of Lang or something. Sure. Here is the interlude. Higher and higher you scale the mountain far to the north. Pale light shines from atop a great black peak, piercing the vibrant firmament, and you know that you approach the end of your quest. You spend untold hours ascending the snow-covered slopes, until finally you reach the forbidden steps leading to the castle's great hall. The castle stands astride a precipice that overlooks the entire continent and the ocean beyond. It is a majestic sight. Above, countless tenebrous towers loom, swathed in a vortex of snow and hail. This is usually a point in any expedition which Leo Anderson savours, um, that experience of standing on a vista overlooking the lands that he has helped discover and chart and, and forge through. But uh, this uh, sight of the continent holds no such satisfaction for him this time. He's cold and uh, afraid and uh, knows that this may be the last journey he ever takes. Um, where did we get to? You break a trail through the crusted snow before the castle, and it soon gives way to a smooth, polished onyx. The biting wind quiets to a whistle. 
You are bathed in a prodigious darkness that fills the vast space. Soon there is nothing but the echoing of your footsteps on the onyx floor and the quiet, lonely stillness of the great hall. Though you have crossed no doorway, you realize now where you stand, inside the halls of the great ones. You continue forward until at last you reach the end of the fall, end of the hall. Here, flanked by smooth onyx pillars, you find nothing. There are no gods here. This place is long abandoned. Virgil is agape. I, I don't understand. So I reveal the Onyx Castle, which is the last location that I uh, was unable to enter in the previous map. And it, uh, it turns out to be the Great Hall on the other side. Now, in the interest of time, I won't read all the rest, but um, Leo and Virgil um, and the others um, see a mysterious robed figure bedecked like an Egyptian pharaoh um, emerge from the shadows. Um, and he warns us not to, that we're not allowed to look at the faces of the gods. And he reveals that the gods, the, the great ones, have gone to a better country to live, basically. Um, and he then stabs Virgil Grey through the heart and Virgil Grey dies. Uh, and this uh, figure uh, shatters into a thousand shadows and vanishes. And I am now stuck in this castle. So there are four locations surrounding the Great Hall. Uh, they are all identical on the back. They are called Forsaken Tower. There's one in the north, the east, the south and the west. And then there's Great Hall in the middle and that's it. So this is kind of stage two of this um, of this scenario, um, and I've had to shuffle a lot of stuff into the encounter deck. The encounter deck is very chunky right now, um, which is not good. Okay, Act Four A. So the many years ago when I advanced the act, um, I'd spent one action, remember, and then swell report. So now this is Act Four A, but I've got three actions left this turn. Truth and lies. Beware, for I am the one who has trapped you here, and you shall never leave. Your dreams are forever mine. As an action, I can spend a clue, look at the top three cards of the encounter deck, draw each of those cards with the hidden keyword, and discard the rest. Objective. Find and expose Nyarlathotep's true form by adding copies of Nyarlathotep to the victory display. If two copies are in the victory display, advance. I mean, this is uh, kind of challenging. So let's go. Um, three actions left. The um, Great Hall uh, is three shroud and zero clues, and it has an ability which is useless in solo. It lets me do stuff with other investigators. So I think what I need to do is reveal these four other locations as quickly as possible. And I do have uh, two copies of Elusive in the deck and one of them in my hand, in fact, which would allow me then to zoom around these towers if I need to. So second action, I'm going to move north to the northern tower and reveal it. So Leo is, is panicking, but he's running around this onyx castle trying to find a way to defeat this horrible elder thing, elder, elder Gonquin. Forsaken Tower of the Queen of Night, Shroud 3, 1 Clue. You cannot use this location's uh, action ability unless another card explicitly allows you to do so. All right, so basically, it's a place for me to get a clue, but it's also a place for me potentially to try and deal with Nyanlathazar. Um, I think... 
do I investigate here? Um, yeah, let's let's yeah, let's get a clue then. Um, so we'll investigate with the flashlights. Makes it shroud three. Sorry, shroud one. So I'm three on one. Investigating. Minus one. That's a clue. Um, and final action, move back into the Great Hall. Okay. Uh, at the end of my turn, nothing happens in the enemy phase. I draw a card. It's a Derringer. Not very exciting. I get a resource. I'm on one resource. Okay, then in the Mythos phase, I add the seventh Doom and I advance the first agenda. The Mire of Dreams. Do not try to run now. You are mine. You will never, ever, ever wake up. So if it is Act 4, read the following, and it is Act 4. Place clues on each Forsaken Tower location until it has clues equal to its clue value. So that means we replace the clue that we just got. And uh, reveal each copy of Nail Athletep in each investigator's hand. I don't have any. Each investigator who did not reveal a copy blah, 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 must either take one damage or one horror. Okay. So if I didn't reveal one, well, I, I couldn't because I haven't had the chance to draw this stuff yet. Um, I take one damage or one horror. Uh, we'll put one damage on Leo de Luca then. Um, and the other things are uh, if a copy of Neil Hathab is revealed. Okay, we advance to Agenda 2A. The Shape of Chaos. Why do you fight? Why do you flee? I am your future. I am your fate. Another mask for my collection. Another corpse for me to wear. Five Doom Threshold. So this uh, guy is a creepy guy. Okay, we draw an encounter card. Myriad forms. Uh, the, the, that doesn't happen because there's no copies of the other in hand, so again, search. Restless Journey Hardship. So I secretly add this card to my hand. You cannot commit more than one card to skill tests each round. I, as a free action, I can discard it and test uh, Fists 3. If I fail, place Doom on the current agenda. This effect can cause it to advance. All right, well, it's not amazingly urgent right now, but we'll see. Okay. Okay, I think we need to move fast and find stuff, right? Um, I've got a clue, so I could spend the, the, the action trigger here, spend a clue, look at the top three cards and draw any of them with hidden. Um, do I do that now? No, I think I'll, I'll, I'll explore for a bit to try and do that. So first action, sorry, I'll take a resource first, still don't have any allies to play. Um, move to the East Tower. The East Tower is the Forsaken Tower of Illusion and Myth. Five Shroud, that's bad. One clue. Uh, and uh, it's got an, an ability which I can do if I have uh, the means to do so. Um, well, it's going to be tough for me to explore there, but we'll see. Second action, move back to the Great Hall. Third action, move into the Western Tower. This is the Forsaken Tower of Primeval Light. Shroud 4, one clue. And the question is, do I uh, get that clue? Hmm. Um, 
let's use the last action and spend the clue that I have to look at the top three cards of the encounter deck and draw each hidden card that I've uh, seen. So, I mean, it's such a big encounter deck. It seems so hard in solo. Um, there are no hidden cards drawn. I drew a uh, Wizard of the Order. Nice to get him the discard pile. This dearest chancing Whispers of Hypnos. Well, that's great. Okay, the uh, upkeep phase. I draw a card. I draw Unexpected Courage. And I get a resource. And we plonk down a Doom. One Doom out of five. Draw an Encounter card. It's an acolyte, spawn any empty location and gets doom on him. Um, okay. Uh, I think I probably just stick him in the Great Hall and I'll, I'll kill him on my way past, hopefully. Um, all right, so uh, I get a resource at the start of my turn. Still no allies in play in my hand. I really like, a, I really like to get Mitch Brown out because then I can... Um, then I could get some of my non-unique allies and boost up, have a really big host of allies, but I don't have him at the moment. Um, all right, well, uh, I'm sitting in a location with Shroud 4. I'm not feeling amazingly confident about that, but I could uh, commit Unexpected Courage and a Flashlight Charge to this to make me 5 on 2. Uh, that's okay, although the skulls are minus 4 at the moment. Um, we'll, we'll, uh, no, I don't think we'll do that. I think we'll, we'll go back to the Northern Tower where Shroud is too, I think, to get the, the clue. All right, so we'll first action, <clears throat> first action move to the Great Hall. The cultist, sorry, the acolyte engages me. I shank him with the switchblade. So I am six on three. That's a cultist. Draw another one. Yeah, it's the skull. Minus four, so I fail. Uh, let's try again then. Third action. <laughs> Leo stabs at the acolyte, and the acolyte just sort of sidesteps, and the knife goes through his cloak. It's almost as if this acolyte is non-corporeal. Uh, tablet. I think that's also a fail. That's minus four. Oh, good lord. How is this how is this acolyte the hardest thing I've ever had to fight? Um Yeah, I I don't like the doom on him, otherwise I just kind of uh tag him along for a bit. Alright, fine. Final action, stab, stab, stab. Do I commit I'll commit a Derringer, I'm not gonna play that Derringer. So I'm six seven on three. Minus one. There I drew the minus one. That was a garbage turn, wasn't it? But at least the Acolyte is dead. And I'm in the Great Hall. I draw a card. Ooh, I've drawn Bought in Blood. You must either discard an ally asset you control from play or each ally from your hand. Um, well, I think I have to discard the Cat Burglar, don't I? That's the least valuable out of him and Leo De Luca. That's a shame. But at least Bought in Blood is out of uh, commission now. Okay, and I get a resource, up to five resources, and then we go to the, in the first phase. And a doom, two doom out of five, 
draw an encounter card. Okay, so this is one of the hidden cards that we need to try and win. This is Whispering Chaos West. Revelation, secretly add this card to your hand. While this card is in your hand, you may activate the ability on the Western Tower if you reveal this card from your hand. If the ability on the Western Tower resolves successfully, discard this card. If it fails, shuffle this card back into the encounter deck. That's why this scenario is really hard. So the Western Tower's ability is as an action. Choose and reveal a copy of Nyanlathotep from your hand and test Will X, where X is his printed health. If you succeed, add that copy of Nyanlathotep to the victory display. If you fail, uh, he attacks you and is shuffled back into the deck. Right. Okay. Um, fine. Okay, so we get a resource at the start of our turn. So we're up to six resources. Um, well, I need more clues, potentially. Yeah, I need more clues because I need to find uh, this, uh, this horrible, cruel and chaos guy from the deck. Um, I will go... I'll try and uh, reveal the south tower then. So we'll move south for the first action. We revealed Forsaken Tower of Infinite Truth. It's Shroud 2, which is nice. Okay. So, um, I'll put a clue on it. Okay. I think I'll probably try and get the clue here. Um, do I spend a flashlight? Do I play anything? Uh, I'll... I'll be three on two. That's not great, is it? It's three on two, or I could use a flashlight to make it Three on zero. No, I'll go three on two. I've got a few chances potentially to get this clue. Second action, three on two to get this clue. Minus one, I get the clue. Okay, that's fortuitous. Um, do I spend it immediately? Yeah. Third action, spend the clue, look, look, uh, look at the top three cards of the deck and hope that there's some hidden cards here. There is one hidden card, which is a Whispering Chaos North, so it's the equivalent for the Northern Tower. Um, there's the, One of the other things I discard is the Crawling Mist, which is a horrible big monster, which I'm quite glad about. Final action, move back into the Great Hall. There you go. Um, okay, so at the end of my turn... Um, I draw a card. Now, I'm in a problem now because... Oh, wow. Uh, because of all these bloody hidden cards in my hand, I, uh, I've i got now cards over my hand limits, which is five because of Deeper Slumber. I've just drawn a Cat Burglar, and I really don't want to have to discard him. So I'll discard... Pshh, unexpected Courage. That feels, feels a bad thing to discard, but there you go. Um, all right, so the two player cards I have in my hand at this point are Elusive, Cat Burglar, and then I've got Whispering Chaos North and West and Restless Journey, that, that one that stops me from committing multiple cards to skill tests. Okay, um, I drew a resource, so I'm on seven resources, um, and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, yes. Um, and we go ahead to the next round. This is going quite swiftly now. Three Doom out of five. I draw an encounter card. Somnophobia. Test will five. So if I fail this, 
uh, for each point I fail by, I take one horror. So I could take five horror, and that would be very bad. Uh, Leo's currently on two horror out of six. So he's got four left. Leo Luca has got one left, so that would that would kill him if I took five. So, thankfully, it's got the secondary text. Uh, for the purposes of counting icons, committed this skill test. Uh, book, fist, and foot icons count as matching icons, and head and question mark icons count as two matching icons. Right. In the interests of not dying, I'm going to commit Cat Burglar. That's got a will icon, which counts as two, and a foot icon, which counts as one. So I'm plus three to this test, which means I'm testing at six on... No, seven on uh, five. Minus two, five on five, I pass. Whew. Okay. <clears throat> Start my turn, I get a resource. I've got nothing to spend all this massive amounts of resource on it, doesn't it? Um, should I draw a card and try and see if I draw something cool? I think so. I'm feeling quite exposed with only elusive in my hand. Um, I will do that first action. Oh, it's narrow escape. That could be useful. I think I've decided that I need to spend time to get rid of deeper slumber. So there you go. Two more actions to get rid of that because I'm up to five already. Got one action left. Um, I will move into the northern uh, place because that's the place I'm most likely to be able to get a clue on without uh, shenanigans. Okay, so it's already the up, uh, upkeep phase, so I draw an upkeep. This is the second elusive. We've got both elusives in hand. That's uh, nice, I suppose. Uh, and I've got a resource. I've got nine resources now. Uh, we had a doom. That's four doom out of five. And we uh, draw an encounter card. <sighs> Law of Igiroth Pandemonium. I secretly added to my hand. I cannot play cards or commit cards to skill test with an odd number of words in their title. Yeesh. So I have to only commit ones with an even number of words in the title. I can discard a player card with an even number of <coughs> uh, words in its title from my hand to discard this card. What a, what a pain. Okay. Uh, okay, um, so I, I I hate this card, and it's just messing things up, isn't it? Um, I'm going to spend an action to discard to discard narrow escape. Sorry, anybody who's listening to this who likes narrow escape, I like it too. But I also like not being in pandemonium. Uh, that's got two words in it, which is an even number. If I remember my maths cloth correctly, uh, and I discard this card. Okay. Second action, I want to get that clue. It's three, I would be currently three on three. It's not great odds. I'm just going to spend this last flashlight charge. I'm kind of fed up with it at this point. <laughs> I, 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 I'm prevaricating every time. Do I spend the flashlight charge or not? And obviously it probably makes sense to use it on a four or five shroud location, but here we go. So this is a shroud three location. I'm testing three on one. Minus one. Get that clue. Uh, third action, let's spend it. Look at the top three cards. What I need is a copy of the guy whose name starts with N. Top three cards. Oh, I've got one. Okay, and uh, ooh, two of them. So I've, well, no. I've got a Whispering Chaos East, and I've got 
the guy and uh, there's an abandoned by the gods that I don't test. Right. So there's a text on the uh, messenger of the outer gods whose first name begins with N, which says, if you speak of this card while it is in your hand and unrevealed, you are driven insane. Um, so I'm going to level with you. I, I can't be bothered with that at this point in the game. Um, it's late in the night and the year. And if I say it by accident and fail that way, I'd just, just be annoyed. So I'm just going to say his name uh, and call him Nyarlathotep and then just, just live with it, right? Um, I, I think in solo, it's, it, it, I mean, in solo, I would be, if I weren't recording this, I would be sitting at home not talking to anybody. So um, it's just easier for me to explain what's going on if I can say Nyarlathotep's name. All right. So in another dimension, Leo Anderson has gone insane, but uh, not in this dimension. Okay, so that's pretty good. Uh, my hand is now full of terrible, uh, you know, um, encounter cards. But I've got three of the tower cards. I've got the north, west, and east cards. And the copy of Nyarlathotep I've drawn is the Messengery Outer Gods. Um, and I need, he's a strength three, uh, health four, agility four, peril hidden alerts. So I, basically he's just sitting in my hand. Um, so I need to go to one of these three towers and I have to do a test, a different test in each one. So the Western one is a will four test. The Northern one is a, uh, Evasion test, uh, and the eastern one is a investigation test, difficulty four. Um, okay, so um, it's a shame I'm in the northern tower, and that's an evasion test, and Nilatha um, has got an agility of four, so there's no realistic way that I can evade him. Um, I mean. I could I could commit two copies of no I couldn't even do that I can only commit one card to a skill test all right so I I I've got no chance um, if I were in the western or eastern place I might have a better chance um, Doom is going the agenda is going to advance in a minute I've got one action left I'm tempted to try and draw a card for my action for my last action simply because it would maybe give me options more options uh, for the next turn. Because I suspect that when the agenda advances and flips, um, more bad things will happen, especially because I've got lots of uh, encounter cards in my hand. Um, yeah, so let's draw. I mean, the other option is to just move to the Great Hall, but we'll draw. Um, let's draw for the final action. I've drawn Mitch Brown. Well, there you go. That's uh, that's not bad. All right. Uh, enemy phase, nothing happens. Upkeep, draw a second card. It's uh, Momentum, my second copy. I get a 10th resource. And we add the fifth doom to the agenda, which advances it. The last dream. Yes, read on, my puppet. This will be your last dream, your final reprieve. Then I shall take the rest for myself. Place a clue on each forsaken tower location until it has clues equal to its clue value. All right. Uh, reveal each copy of Nyarlathotep in each investigator's hand. So that's the, the one that I talked about. Um, he uh, attacks me, I think. Yes, for each copy of Nyarlathotep revealed by an investigator, he must choose. Either he immediately attacks that investigator and is shuffled into the counter deck, or immediately attacks me three times and stays in my hand. Right. 
Choices. That would be three horror if you attacked me three times. Three horror would, would put uh, Leo Anderson one point away from death. If I put one on Leo DeLuca, it leaves me two points away from death. But it's such a struggle to get these cards out of the deck that I think that I have to do it. So, do I kill Leo DeLuca or do I keep myself two points from death? Uh, I don't know. I think I think that at this stage I'm I'm sufficiently close to death that it may not matter. Um, I'm going to keep Leo Luke because that extra action is is better than not having the extra action. So there we go. What are we doing? We're putting three damage on Leo Anderson. So Leo is struggling on the very fringe of his own sanity. Um, all right, so. He's got one, one, one sanity remaining. Advance to agenda 3A, Chaos Incarnate. And it's just a lot of uh, nonsense text because I'm slowly going mad. All right. So five Doom Threshold. And I still need to do all this stuff. All right. Uh, so that was Doom. I draw an encounter card. Uh... Abandoned by the Gods. Test Will 3. Zero. I pass. Okay. So, what's the plan? How many cards have I got in hand? I've got nine cards in hand. No, oh, I should have discarded one then, shouldn't I? Bagger. Um, I... Uh, Okay, I'm discarding momentum, which is what I would have discarded in the upkeep phase. I, I was uh, foolish of me not to uh, count the cards properly, but when you get all these Blumen and Mythos cards in hand, it gets uh, cloggy. All right, at the start of my turn, I get a resource, and I'm going to play Mitch Brown for my free ability. So that spends two resources, meaning I've got eight left. So Mitch Brown is an ally with two health and two sanity, and it gives me two additional non-unique ally slots. Not that I have any non-unique allies in play. Okay, so I've got uh, four actions, because Leo Luke is still alive. So I think my plan is to uh, get to the Western Tower, which is the tower with the ability that I'm most likely to pass, which is the Will Test Difficulty 4. Um, if I do that, then I can I can um, beat the other type. If I fail that test... I die because... Uh, well, actually, I wouldn't die, but it would be bad because I'd lose the card to the... Uh, the Nathotep the, the would go into the discard pile. Or into the deck, into counter deck, sorry. I can elusive to the location, which means I, I can save an action for rather than moving through the middle. Um, the issue is that I, I don't have any way of boosting my will. So what I'm in minded to do is to spend an action or two drawing cards simply for their icons. If I can do that, then that would be uh, nice. Um, whilst I'm thinking about committing cards, do I get rid of Restless Journey? Yeah. Uh, before I do anything, um, uh, well, I take it, it, it I, I, I played Mitch Brown, right? But before I do anything else in terms of action, I'm going to discard Restless Journey. This one, this uh, card that stops me from committing more than one card. I test Fists 3. So I'm uh, four on three. That's minus two. So I fail. 
and I place a doom on the agenda. Oh well. Um, Alright. So then I'm going to draw a card. First action. It's Treasure Hunter. How interesting. So it's a tough decision here which location to go to to try and um, battle near Lathotep. Um, west is a, is a will test, difficulty four. East is an intellect test, difficulty four. Um, because I want to succeed and I don't really have the icons in the hand, I'm going to spend uh, more of this turn drawing cards just to get the icons, which feels like what I did last turn. But there we go. Um, because if I, f if I fail the the test to get rid of Neanderthal, he hits me, which is okay because Mitch Brown can take the hit. Um, and then he goes back to the deck. And at that point, I'm so far away from victory that it's uh, hopeless probably. So let's draw a second action as well. I draw a Derringer. That's useless. <sighs> Do I draw a third action? I've committed to this now. Draw a third action. Intel report. Okay, that's more like it. Okay, so Intel report has got two book icons on it, which I think is more useful to me right now. So I've got one action left. Yes, yes, I drew three cards with three actions. Um, I'm going to elusive into the eastern tower. Play elusive. Four two. And Leo skirts through the shadows, ending up in the Eastern Tower, ready to um, take the action next turn, if he's still alive. All right, I've got an absolute crap load of cards in my hand. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Um, we will discard the Derringer. Nobody needs you. Um, okay. Uh, draw a... Actually, no, sorry, I draw a card first, right? Draw a card and then discard. I've drawn quick thinking. All right, well, I'm still discarding Derringer and I'll discard Garotwire because, um, well, I, I mean, that was a wasted 4 XP on those two Garotwires, but uh, Fist Icons are just not helping me right now. Um, okay, and I get a resource and we add a second Doom out of five and I draw a Mythos card. Oh, it's a bit Whispering Chaos South. Well, that gives me the whole suite of options. Um, the South is an evasion test with a, a testing intellect, which is kind of not much better, is it? Okay. Um, all right. Well, I've still got four actions. I've still got uh, money. I get Lone Wolf. Card one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I'm at eight resources. Um, I will play Treasure Hunter. Treasure Hunter costs me nothing because uh, it is, uh, I'm using my ability to play for minus one for no action. It gives me a book, plus one intellect, sorry, uh, and uh, I have to pay for him every turn, but I've got loads of cash, so that's fine. And Mitch Brown is, is uh, looking after him, so I've got three allies in play. That make me feel a bit better. All right, let's try uh, for my first action to do this test then. I'm going to commit quick thinking. I'm going to commit intel reports. Do I commit the other elusive? So currently I am six on four. I will commit the elusive, yeah. It's a shame, but I will. Um, so I'm testing six on four. And I am playing uh, Whispering Chaos East. Um, 
if the ability in the Eastern Tower is successful, I discard this card. If it's not, I put it back into the deck. Um, so the test is choose and reveal a copy of Nyadalathotep from your hand. I'm doing that. I'm holding it up to the, to the microphone. For this investigation, this location's shroud is equal to his printed health, which is four. If you succeed, add him to the victory display. All right. So we are testing uh, intellect four. So I am one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight on four. Minus two. Success. And it triggers quick thinking, which means I get an extra action. So I've got four actions left. Yeah. All right, so all those card, lovely cards get discarded. Um, Whispering Tower East, KS East gets discarded, but Neil Lathotep, who I've been cheekily naming all this time, is going to the victory display. I am halfway towards uh, maybe winning. Uh, that's not going to last. All right, so we've got uh, three actions left. I need some clues, but I've just jumped the uh, the Intel report, which have given me clues. Um, um, I could try and explore, investigate. I'm not going to investigate there. Um, so where's the next place I would like to try and get rid of Nyanlathotep if I got him? Probably the western location where it's Will. Probably. Um, so we're going to take action two, move to the Great Hall. Action three, move to the western place. And four, um, let's try and investigate... Yeah, investigate four on four. Cultist, draw another token. Skull, minus four, no. Okay, so uh, upkeep phase, I draw a card. I've drawn a second treasure hunter. Um, I need to get a resource, and I will immediately pay that resource back to keep my other treasure hunter in play. Um, I add a doom, that's Three doom out of five. I draw a card. It's a liar with no face. That's the worst kind of liar. I like liars who have faces. I mostly like most things to have faces. Three strength, four health, three evade. Pray most cards in hand. No matter. Hunter, when liar with no face attacks you, if whispering chaos is in your hand, it kind of is, um, reveal it. Uh, lie with no face deals plus two damage for this attack. Well then... Things have gone south quickly. He jumps on me. He's got. He does two horror, uh, and would definitely do two damage to me. So it would be unpleasant if he hits me. Um, all right. First thing I'm going to do is to uh, play the second treasure hunter. So I've got two treasure hunters in play. Um, uh, that, that's uh, Gilbert and Sullivan, the two brothers, um, and they are both in the employ of Mitch Brown. Leader Lucas hanging around, feeling sorry for himself. I've got four actions. I've got to try and, and, and waste this sucker, don't I? Okay. Um, so action one: attack with a switchblade. Uh, six on three. Zero two damage. Uh, second action: switchblade. Six on three. Minus one. Uh, that's five on three. Yeah, he's dead. Right. Two actions to kill the liar with no face. Um, 
third action. Third action, I want to investigate the Western Tower, which is where I am, uh, to find this clue to try and dig another copy of Nalathotep from the deck. The rest is in five on four. Uh, it's a tablet, so that's minus four, which is a big fail, um, and I, the, the other ability doesn't trigger. Um, I'm going to try again. Yeah, 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 five on four. No, it's a skull. God, these tests are hard, aren't they? All right, um, upkeep phase, I draw a card, it's quick thinking, I get a resource, which I used to pay for one of the treasure hunters, and I'll pay for the second treasure hunter as well. Mythos phase, fourth doom goes on the agenda, there's one doom left, so this may be the final turn. Uh, we draw an encounter card, it's Whispers of Hypnos, well, I'm going to choose Agility for this turn, minus two Agility for this turn. Okay, um... I, I'm going to keep investigating, right? Um, I will investigate at 5 on 4. Come on. It's a skull again. Second action, investigate 5 on 4. Minus 1. Alright. That is a success with my second action. I got the clue. Third action, spend the clue. Um, I look at the top three cards. And uh, hope that one of them is an evil, horrible guy. It is not. But I discard two acolytes and a second liar with no face. That's all right. Um, Lord. Okay. Uh, third action. Fourth action, sorry, is to um, move away to the uh, Great Hall so that I can prepare for going south to get that other clue. Okay. Uh, upkeep. I draw a card. I draw perception. That's nice. Um, I take a resource, which I immediately use to pay for the treasure hunter, and pay for Gilbert, and throw another one in to pay for Sullivan. I've still got seven resources left. Um, I will then uh, put the fifth doom on the agenda. All right, let's see what happens. Enough playing with you. I will have what is owed to me. You think you can simply venture into this land of dreams with no consequence, with impunity... With no spilt blood? Who are you to partake of such fantasy? To intrude on the dreams of others like a parasite? To devour those dreams like they are yours to enjoy? Out with you! I shall rend your mind from your skull as one skins a cat. Look, see, I am cracking open your skull and pouring out your you. And now I am filling it with me. You are no longer. Did you really think there would be any other result? Out with you now. Be gone. Each investigator is defeated and driven insane. Well, poor old Leo Anderson. He had a lot of friends, but it wasn't enough. Leo slumps to the floor, the onyx cold stone floor of this castle, and his last dreams and thoughts are sucked out of his consciousness by the rippling shadow of the crawling chaos. Um, thus ends the final expedition of Leo Anderson in this universe. Okay, well, I mean, that was kind of bound to happen, but I think Leo did pretty well, considering considering that he didn't have any cards uh, higher than... Um, 
you know, higher than level two in his deck. Um, I think the major problem here is that Leo is very good at fighting, but there was very little to fight that was of great importance, um, especially in this second stage of this um, this scenario. Because if I managed to get any of the tower locations, which have a, a combat check, that might have been better. Um, but uh, I spent a lot of time having to draw cards to get icons to walk around, and that was wasteful. Um, but I'm not sure what else I would have done. I would have almost definitely uh, failed any test that would have tried without those cards. So it probably just shows that I needed some way to, to boost my, my will and my agility more. Sorry, my intellect more. Um, those treasure hunters were were, were fun. Uh, it's, it's, it's once once Lone Wolf gets into into gear with this deck, you basically get uh, some some free allies uh, who stay around for a long time. Um, but there's so many clues to get in this scenario, so many clues, and eventually you just run out of flashlights and run out of uh, intel reports and so on. Well, as a debrief, I very much enjoyed playing Leo through this campaign. As I think I mentioned in the first recording, this was the first time I've ever played Leo Anderson. I've not even played in games where he has been played. Um, and so it's weird that I've been playing him as a rogue, where really you want to probably build him with lots of guardian cards with a few um, cheeky rogue cards in to, uh, to boost his weaker points. Um, but I think that Leo Anderson off-class works. Um, I, I, as we see, he struggles quite a lot in the in the final stages of his campaign. I would say because you have to do such hard tests that um, that if you don't have high level cards in your deck, you may not be able to um, to pass them. But I wasn't that far away. Let's just look through the encounter deck to see where Neil Lafatep was. No, no, four, five, six, seven. So he was the seventh one. Um, yeah, so it, 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 I don't think there was a real chance of me being able to find him by chance anyway. Um, so there it is. Thank you for sticking with Leo and me through this campaign. Um, this will be my last recording before Christmas, which is two days away. Um, so Merry Christmas, or as um, I say in my first language, Natalik Sawen, Hikigid, and Happy New Year. Um, uh, thank you for listening to this podcast, if you have. This was a podcast that was begun essentially by accident because I just wanted to find a way of recording a playthrough to send to Brownlove, to Glenn, to, uh, for his interest. And it ended up being the easiest way to do that was to just put it on Podbean as a podcast. And I enjoyed it so much, I kept going. And I will keep going in the new year, hopefully. Um, in the new year, I've got a couple of new plans um, of, of new decks I want to play. Um, I've got a, a um, Rita deck that I would like to try. I've got a, um, a deck that was um, recommended to me by a uh, listener Martianist who uh, recommended uh, a A to Z deck where every card begins with a different letter of the alphabet in as much as that is possible. So I have built a Zoe A to deck, set, uh, deck, a to Z deck um, which will go through a certain scenario, maybe one from the circle undone. And then also I have been planning a second off-class investigator to take through a campaign, but that will be a mystery for now, and um, I'll reveal it in the new year. Okay, well, that's the end of the dream quest. 
And that's the end of Arkham Horror Badly for the wonderful year that was 2020. Um, uh, I will see you in 2021, where I will continue to play Arkham Horror, but I will promise to never do it that well. Bye-bye. <laughs>